Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 797. Follow your dreams and to go after your passions. You know, there's no point saying later on in life, what if I'd done this? Go after it and see if you can do it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Megan Gilks. Hey, Megan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am. All right, ready to go. Megan Gilks is a 16-year-old racer from Richmond Hill, Canada who's been in the driver's seat since the tender young age of nine years old. She started with karting and won the Barbados 2011 Easy Kart 60cc half-season championship. A crash and recovery kept her off the track in 2012 through 2014, but she was back in the seat in 2015, winning multiple races at the Ottawa Challenge Karting Series. Last year, she graduated from the Skip Barber Racing School and became a member of Dare to be Different, and competed in her first real race in a car at Miller Oil's F1200 at Mossport. By her fourth race, she earned a second place in the U.S. Major Series, and today competes in a Formula V at Mossport, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. This summer, she'll run in South Africa and Brazil with a Challenge Cup Series, and Ron Fellows, by the way, who's a fellow past Cars yeah guest here, is the owner of that track, and Jim Kearney, a coach, a driving coach, another Cars Yeah guest, has coached Megan and shares very high accolades about you, young lady. So we'll have some fun learning more about you. So Megan, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your racing and, of course, your passion for going really fast in cars? So as you said, I started coaching at the age of nine when I was living in Barbados in the Easy Cut 60cc class. And while I was there, I got the opportunity to go to the World Finals in Italy, where, as you said, had a pretty big crash and was unable to race for a couple of years. But then when I moved back to Canada, I started racing in the Briggs and Stratton Junior Class. And I also, as well as winning the Ottawa Challenge Series, I finished vice champion in the Eastern Canadian Coaching Championship, which was Canada's major FIA-sanctioned coaching series. And as you said, since then, I've gone to the Skip Barber Racing School. I was actually coached by Davina Galitza, who was a former Formula One driver. And at the moment, I'm traveling around the U.S. and Canada to race with the Dallas Motorsports team in a Formula V. And I'm currently leading the SCCA Southeast Majors Championship after 10 rounds, and I'm third in the Challenge Cup Series. Wow. Well, congratulations. You go, girl. This is so exciting, so much fun. And it's so nice to talk to a young person who's uh, getting their career going, even though you've been in the seat for a while, racing, and especially a young woman. This is really, really special. So we're going to have some fun as we continue on your journey. But first, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. This is a nice way to get those inspirational tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah. So Megan, take the wheel. Well, I don't really have an inspirational quote as such, but one thing that I do live by is that I'm extremely determined and focused, and I focus completely on the things that I am good at and that I'm passionate about, and I tend to avoid my weaknesses. So whether it be racing, playing tennis, or academically in school, 
I always put a full 100% effort, effort in and work really hard. But if it comes to something I'm not as good at, I usually don't do it. <laughs> well, I think that's a, a wise thing uh, to do is to focus on your strengths. And I have to ask you, you know, as a young woman traveling, racing at your age, how do you juggle school, any kind of social life, because you're so busy racing, or except for the people you're around, of course, and you're racing. How does a young person like you juggle all these priorities? Well, when I'm at the track, I focus completely on my racing. And when I'm at school, I focus on my schoolwork very hard. And I feel that the two actually complement each other very well. Things such as physics and courses like that that I take at school really help with my racing, obviously with things like car preparation. And I find that racing also helps with things such as time management at school because I have to be really focused on what I'm doing at the time so that I can keep ahead with my school and also get all the racing that I want to do in. Persistence and tenacity, never giving up, all signs of a, of a successful person, especially a racer. So you're a great inspiration to a lot of young people out there. Well, let's go back in time a little bit and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. You started racing in carts when you were nine years old. That's pretty young, and it's pretty unique for a young woman, a young girl at that time, to jump into a cart and start racing. So what was a pivotal moment in your life when you really knew that you were indeed a car gal? Well, it was really that moment when I first drove. Back when I was living in Barbados, a friend of my dad's had a son who had a cart, and he let me have a go in it. And I didn't realize I'd enjoy it as much as I did, and ever since then, racing's been my passion. And it's really a combination of a lot of things with racing that I love. It's the adrenaline that you get from it, the competition, the satisfaction you get from overtaking, and the sense of reward that you get after you come in from a qualifying session and you found out you just put the car on pole, things like that that make the sport really my passion. So, Megan, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many racetracks you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way in your racing career. I know you had a big shunt a few years ago and that kept you off the track for a while. Maybe that's the thing you want to focus on. But the most important part of these challenges and failures have to do with what they teach us so we can move forward. So tell us about your experience and tell us how that helped you gain even more momentum as you moved forward. Right. My big challenge was, as you said, the crash that I had in Italy at the World Finals. I broke my arm and I got a concussion and my mom actually didn't want me to race anymore. My dad thought it might be a bit hypocritical to say that since he was off to Watkins Glen for a race a couple of weeks later. (laughs) But um, I was able to convince my mom to let me gradually get back into the sport. I started with just asking her to let me do a test day again once my arm had been healed a bit and then after that a small race and then when I moved back to Canada I did a test day at a local track and it helped me to convince my mom when the instructor there said how quick I was going so yeah that sort of stuff really taught me perseverance and never giving up and because racing was my passion right from the start I didn't want to stop despite my mom saying I should. I understand. Moms are that way. My mom still worries about me. I used to race vintage cars, and she did not like any of that one. She didn't even like me telling her about it. So I just didn't tell her when I went to do it. Now, this is when I was an adult in my my 40s and 50s. So uh, moms never stop worrying about us. Thank goodness for that. I'm glad you gave your body time to heal properly so you could step back into it. I'm glad mom was okay with you uh, going off racing. Real quickly, uh, does your dad race cars? 
Yes, he does. He races in the Pro F2000 series in the U.S. Ah, cool. Very, very cool. So motor oil runs in your blood veins there, it sounds like to me in the Gilks family. Yes, and he and I are actually going to be going to the runoffs together. He'll be competing in Formula Continental, and I'll be racing in Formula V. Wow. Ah, that is so much fun. Having a daughter, oh, I can imagine uh, the pride that your father has in what you're doing and the joy he has with spending time at the racetrack with you. Very fortunate people you are. Well, Megan, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story when you had a career aha moment. I like to say it's a time when those headlights come on and kind of illuminate your way for a new path to head down. So what was your aha moment in your racing career? Well, mine would be when my driver coach, Jim Turney, gave me some really great advice that's helped me out a lot. Every time I come in from a session on track, he says that I should write down everything that I did in that session, breaking points, turning points, areas in need of improvement, things like that. That way, later on, I can look back at that track map that I've done and analyze how I can go faster. It's a bit like downloading data onto a computer so that I have it for later, and then I can uh, reinforce what I did in that session. You know, Jim was a past guest here, as I mentioned at the beginning of our talk here on Cars, and he talked about that, and I think that's a brilliant idea. I wish I had known that when I was vintage racing, because as time goes by, your memory fades, and sometimes it alters the truth and reality. If you talk to people who have uh, are lawyers in courts, they say that eyewitnesses are one of the most unreliable sources for what really happened, because as time goes, our mind changes things. So the fact that you sit down, and I know he does that, he forces his drivers to sit down and write everything down. It's a brilliant move. It, it's got to have helped you in so many ways. Yes, and he's pretty fierce about it as well. He won't even let my dad come and say good session to me. I've got to go right into the trailer and do my track math as soon as I get out of the car. It's great. You know what? And this is something I'll let our listeners know that translates in many ways. It could translate to business. If you had a business meeting with somebody, I used to always do this. Right after that meeting, I would sit down and write down my notes, what was discussed, ideas I had during that meeting. So if you're in any kind of business or any kind of involvement with anything, stop after you've finished Go somewhere quiet and write everything down. You'll be amazed when you go back and read that, what you read, because uh, your memory is very fresh at that moment. Let's talk about a proudest career moment in your racing career. Is there one that really stands out for you? There isn't really one. It's a series of small steps for me right now. But some of my prouder moments include carrying the flag and representing Barbados at the Easy Cut World Final. Also qualifying on pole at my first Eastern Canadian Cursing Championship race. That was a big achievement for me. And also coming around in second place after the first lap of the Challenge Cup race after starting seventh, that was pretty exciting for me as well. Now, it didn't last because in the end, I ended up finishing seventh, but that's racing, things like that happen. But it was really exciting coming around in second for the first time. So, Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, when you see race, any race start and people that are sitting midfield move up that fast, it really gets everybody fired up, including the driver, of course. So very, very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. Now, you're 16. I don't know about Canada, but here in the United States, you can start driving when you're 16. Most people get their learner's permit at 15. But let's talk about your first really special car. Maybe, maybe for you, it's not a street car. Maybe you want to talk about a race car, but talk about that first really special one you got in that you went, oh, man, this is the place I, I want to be. 
you're right. It's not a street car. I haven't driven that many street cars. It's my first race car, the Formula V. I love driving it, and it's a great car to learn in. It's a great series to run in as well, getting to practice drafting and learning racecraft, things like that in the Formula V. It's also great because I get to race against some top-line drivers such as Michael Bersons and Laura Hayes, who are benchmarks for me to see how much I need to um, improve to run right at the front. And it's great being able to try and chip away at the gap between myself and them. For our listeners out there that may not know about Formula V, I know because that was a group that raced when I was running my Lotus 18. I had a Formula Junior, and I usually ran with the Formula Fords. But tell our listeners a little bit about the Formula V, the power plant, the size, weight of the car, a little bit, uh, maybe describe a little bit more about that race car. So it's a Volkswagen Beetle engine with a, mine is a BRD chassis built by Bill Dallas at Dallas Motorsports. And it's a great series to run in. The cars are all very similar, so it comes down a lot to driving ability and also racecraft, as I mentioned before, things like drafting and knowing how to overtake and when to overtake at the right time. That's all extremely important in racing Formula Vs. Exactly. Now, those cars are very small, lightweight, open-wheel cars, right? Yes, and they also don't have wings. Exactly. Now, they are great fun. I used to watch those guys run. There was a big pack of them that ran when I was running with the Sovereign Group up here in the Pacific Northwest. Several dozen cars out there just buzzing around the track. I always thought, man, those things look like a blast to drive. They're definitely not super high-speed cars, but uh, having them all be the same, you really have to work on your talent and skill, that's for sure. So, very cool. Well, this next question for a lot of my guests uh, brings back some sad memories, but you're a young person. You're I'm not even sure if you have your driver's license yet. You have your racer's license but is there maybe a cart or a race car that you had that you wish you had back just for fun well i haven't sold that many vehicles in my career i've kept a lot of the ones i've got like my go-kart that i raced in the briggs and stratton class i still have that but one cart that i did sell was my first cart the 60cc easy cut and that was fun to drive it was great to start off racing in and it was actually a two-stroke, so it was faster than the Briggs and Stratton four-stroke that I have now. So if I wanted to have any vehicle back that I've sold, it would be that one. Yeah, absolutely. Always a good lesson for listeners out there. Hang on to your old stuff because you always want it back, it seems like. Well, I'd like to talk about today and this year and what has you really excited and fired up. I know you're going to be racing uh, overseas in South Africa, Brazil. I mean, you're having so much fun. This is very cool. So what has you really excited and fired up about this season this year? Well, I've got a lot of racing going on right now. And some of the most exciting things include going to the runoffs this year at Indianapolis. I'm really looking forward to seeing how I can do against some of the best drivers in the country, as I said, such as Michael Harrison's, Laura Hayes, people like that who are top-line drivers. I've also been offered test drives in a Formula Enterprise car, a Formula Ford 1600, and a Formula 4. And I'm excited to hopefully move up into some higher-powered cars in the not-too-distant future. As you said as well, I'll be, I'll be going to Brazil to do a race in their Formula V series in January of next year courtesy of the Challenge Cup series, and I'm really excited for that. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, your parents must be very proud. I know your mom's probably still a little worried, but don't worry, Mom. I think Megan's going to do an awesome job out there. We wish you the best success on all your travels. I can't wait to follow along and, and see how you do. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Here's a very introspective question for you, Megan. If you were a car, what kind of car would Megan be and why? Oh, um, if I were a car, um, if I were a car, I'd have to say that I would be a Williams Formula One car. And the reason being is that I, much like the Williams F1 team, am extremely determined and focused on achieving my goals. And at the moment, I'm not quite quick enough yet, but I fully plan to be, and I will work very, very hard in order to do so. Oh, Whew, awesome. Awesome answer to that question. Well, we look forward to following your career and uh, seeing you one day in one of those incredible cars. Well, Megan, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Megan, we are back and we're entering the last lap. You're a racer. You know what that means. The white flag's out. Time to put our foot into it. One last chance to get off a few questions here. I'd love for you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice or racing advice you've ever received? Um, I've been told not to overdrive the car. And what I mean by that is don't carry too much speed into the corners and sacrifice your exit. Because if you go in too fast, 
you come out slower than you should and that'll affect you all the way down the straight or leading into the next corner. And I've read about that advice in Jackie Stewart's autobiography. I've been told it time and time again. And my driver coach, Jim Kearney, also reinforces it. It's an awesome, awesome lesson, slow in, fast out. And that's something that somebody taught me when I was vintage racing. And I couldn't believe how much it helped my lap time. For some reason, I had this mindset that yeah, you just go in so deep and so fast, and then you'd sacrifice it under braking or losing control. Ah, yeah, very, very good advice. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Mine would be that I'm extremely focused and racing is my passion. So I do whatever I can to get quicker. And I focus on it not only when I'm in the car, but also when I'm training away from the track to soak up as much information about the sport as I can and also to work as hard as I can to improve. Now, is there a resource out there you'd like to share with the Cars Yow listeners that you're really fond of? There's a few. Um, I was coached by... Davina Galitza at the Skip Berber Racing School, and she is such an inspirational lady. And to be instructed by someone of her caliber, seeing as she drove in Formula One, that was awesome. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Another resource that I have is the team that I race with, Dallas Motorsports. It's an amazing team, and Bill Dallas, the owner, and also my race engineer, he works extremely hard preparing an amazing car, and he is at the track with me every race weekend for support. And he and I get to work together to really get the car dialed in. And I just, I can't say enough about him. He's amazing. And my final resource would be Jim Kearney at Kearney Driver Development. He's been an extremely helpful coach, and he's just so supportive. Yeah, you got some great people helping you there. Very important to surround ourselves with quality people. It uh, makes life so much better, and you figured that lesson out at a very young age, so kudos to you. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field, maybe a racer, maybe someone else, living or deceased, who would that person be? Well, first of all, it would have to be a Diet Coke since I'm not even <laughs> old enough to drink yet. That's okay. I, I say a lemonade would be a good choice for me. <laughs> yes, yeah. But um, the person who I would want to share a drink with would be Jackie Stewart. He's an amazing person from his achievements in Formula One, winning three world championships, to his work in driver safety and improving that, to his business exploits and having an evening with him and learning about how he did it all and hearing his stories would be just amazing for me. Oh, gosh, wouldn't that be fun? I've been trying to get uh, Sir Jackie on this show. I will do that one of these days. I was very lucky to sit next to him at the Pebble Beach Concours while they were giving out the awards. I was up in the judges' box, and I got to sit next to him, and on the other side of me was the late Denise McCluggage, the great journalist and racer. She's been a guest on the show here at Cars, yeah. And Sir Jackie, what a wonderful guy. I mean, it was just so much fun to sit and talk with him. So I've got to get him here on Cars, yeah. If you're listening, Sir Jackie, give me a call, please. And Megan would like to talk to you as well. So we'll see when I get him on the show if I can set up a little conversation between you two. I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, well, I'll see what I can do for yeah, you. Now, if there's a book that you've read in the past that you'd like to share, what would that be? A book that I've read in the past would be Williams by Maurice Hamilton. It's about Frank Williams, and it's a really inspirational read. And it was also really beneficial to me for reading that, seeing how he went from nothing to being a world-class 
Formula One team owner. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Frank Williams, he's another one I'd love to talk to here on Cars. Yeah, his story is absolutely inspirational. Wonderful guy. I mean, he's overcome so many challenges, especially with the accident he had. So, yeah, he would be a fun one for sure. And it sounds like a great book. And I'll remind our listeners, there's a great resource here on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books. This book by Megan is listed along with all the other past 796 guests here on the show. I've made it really easy. Just go to the Cars yeah website, click on Resources. Guest Recommended Books are right there, and you can just click and buy. Great resource for those who like to read books. All right, Megan, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Now, you're a young woman just starting to drive street cars, so this is a great question for you. I'm going to buy you any car in the world. I'll include vintage race car in this offer to you, something kind of fun you might want to put in your garage. Money's no object. Today, I'm going to buy you whatever you'd like. What would that car be and why? Uh, that's a tough one. I think I would choose Jackie Stewart's old Kilo 006. That would be my choice because not only has it been driven by Jackie Stewart, you know, a legend who's won three world championships, but also it's a real car to drive. You know, I'd love to take that out for test days and things like that. It's H-pattern gearbox, really, really powerful. It would just still be amazing to have. Oh, my gosh. You have picked one that tugs on my heartstrings when it comes to vintage race cars. Yes, that would be pretty darn cool. So I'm going to get to work and see if I can find you that car. I think it's going to cost me a pretty <laughs> penny, but that's okay. You deserve it. I would love to see you jump in that car and do some laps there at Mossport in that race car. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my gosh. Very cool. Or Megan, you have taken us on a great ride around the track today. I knew you would, and I've really enjoyed learning more about you, your racing career. What a driven, determined young woman you are. Really, really impressed. And I want to thank you for sharing your racing and automotive journey with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom and guidance before you rip off down the racetrack in that Tyrrell 006? Um, my parting advice would be to follow your dreams and to go after your passions. You know, there's no point saying later on in life, what if I'd done this? Go after it and see if you can do it. And for me, that would be trying to make it as a professional driver. And if I can do it, great. And if I can't, well, then you know what? I gave it my best shot and so be it. But for everyone out there, just go after your dreams. Very wise words from a young woman who is walking her talk and driving her drive. So take Megan's advice. Do it now. Do it today because tomorrow may be too late. What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you in your racing career? Um, that will be through my Facebook page just under my name, Megan Jilks. Awesome. Great. Well, listeners, I will put links to that Facebook page on Megan's show notes page here on Cars Yeah at the website. Just go to CarsYeah.com slash Megan, M-E-G-A-N, and her last name is Gilks, G-I-L-K-E-S is how you spell that. Follow along with what this young lady's doing with racing. I think you're going to be very inspired, and who knows, may even get you out there on the track. Start with karting, go to Skip Barber Racing School. That's the school I went to. It's a great place to go have fun. Learn if that's where you want to do or get involved with one of your club activities and do some track days with your streetcar. It's a great way to see if going fast on the track is what you want to do. 
Thank you, Megan, for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Thank you. You've been a great inspiration. Until we talk again, I'll see you at the racetrack. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!